So which member of your Spurs will be leading the team in scoring next season? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great work week. We'll get you through it right here on Locked On Spurs. And as always, you can find us on the Ken's 5 Plus app, YouTube, Spotify, uh, app, I mean, iTunes, the list goes on and on. We are ever part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. And it is the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 to get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Hey, what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to be looking at uh, some candidates, two candidates, who could possibly be leading this team in scoring next season. We'll see what our guest uh, has to say about that, and then I'll chime in as well. And also, what about that leaked alt court that uh, got out there already on the uh, internet? And what are we feeling about that as the new season approaches? Uh, just real quick disclaimer, no, it is not the replica of the old Hemisphere Arena. Get that out of your mind right now. It's not. I see a bunch of kids out there saying, oh, it's, it's the Hemisphere Arena all over again. Nope. Not at all. Trust me. Our guests will talk about that as well. But hey, speaking of the new season, uh, are, are you excited yet? I know I am. It's right around the corner. Media Day is next week already. Training camp opens up next week. Preseason will be here. And before you know it, the Spurs are off and running. But as this team continues to go forward in their rebuild, it's good to know that this team, as of right now, has viable weapons on both ends of the court. And this team, maybe, maybe was likely going to be a sleeper team, perhaps, in the NBA, at least in the Western Conference. Defensively, we know Wemby's going to up that stat across the board for the team. His wingspan, his ability to alter shots, his blocking, his rebounding, just his presence in the paint alone is going to up the Spurs' defense. And what about the offensive side? The Spurs also have firepower as well, from Keldon Johnson to Devin Vassell. Yes, Jeremy Sohan and Wemby, of course and so many other players. This team might be a little more balanced than we saw last season. Remember last season, how the defensive was just atrocious? I expect that to change next season once the ball goes up in the air and the regular season begins. That This should make you more excited. Yes, Wimby is the focus right now. He's touring San Antonio. Spurs fans are loving it. He's wearing that cowboy hat as he goes across the, his new city, his new home. But let's not forget, collectively, this team could be something to watch. Could be a very fun team to watch on both ends of the court. Uh, you, you know, defensively, you know, we even talk about Trey Jones. We even talk about, you know, other viable defensive players. Reggie Bullock, you forget about him. Offensively, too, you know, they also have some balance there. So I'm excited to see what this team is going to look like post-All-Star break. I think that's where we'll see them really come together and be a team that possibly could possibly be knocking on the play-in tournament door. If they do that, I, I think that'll be a huge success for this team. But the season is right around the corner, but let's get you ready right now. We're going to be discussing which players could possibly be leading this team in scoring next season. Let's go bring our guest. He is Joe Garcia of Two Shots Podcast. There he is. Let's just put it this way, everybody. 
Joe is working late, but made some time to come on Lockdown Spurs. As always, Joe, we thank you. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. You know, I just got out of work, clocked out, and Jeff's like, you up. I'm going to say, all right, Coach. You're up. You're up at bat. Yep. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast, or The X, I should say. And he is obviously the host of the Two Shots Podcast, as well as the Alamo City Sports Podcast. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's not a podcast. It's a video show. Uh, it's really good. He's going to talk about that more. Uh, I should be the. Ne- I think I'll be the next guest tomorrow, Joe. So I'll be pop- popping on with you. Uh, but I'm excited to talk about your silver and black, everybody. Let's go ahead and get into it right now. But, Joe, can we just get out of your system real fast? I know you want to do the money thing. Just get it out of your way. Go ahead, because I know you're going to bring it up sometime during the show. Got to drop the money. There it is. Get it out of your system, Joe. There, we go. Money there he goes. There got to drop the money. Drop it. Drop. Get it out of your system, Joe. <laughs> there he goes. We got to hey, do little that. Hey, uh, uh, a little birdie told me that uh, that Muslingers is going to be dropping a new drink about re- in that theme soon. Well, I hope so, oh. man. I hope they, they name it the money bags in, in honor of the one Jeff Garcia. Or maybe they don't even call it the money bag. Just call it a jefe. That's actually not a bad idea. I like that. For those of you who don't speak Spanish, jefe means boss. So, uh, yeah, I think that I would approve it. I will approve it right now if it goes that route. But, hey, Joe, now that you got that out of your system, because I know you're going to bring it up sometime <laughs> during the show, let's go ahead and get into the nitty-gritty now. Joe, this team offensively does have candidates that could, you know, viably lead this team in scoring. Wouldn't be surprised if it's Wimby. Wouldn't be surprised if it's KJ. Wouldn't be surprised if it's Devin. Uh, you know, I mean, wouldn't be surprised if maybe not, but if Sohan is up there in scoring, maybe not the, the best score on the team, but this team does have some offensive players. But if you can look into your crystal ball right now, Joe, who is your pick to lead this team in scoring next season? Well, if I got to pick somebody right off the bat, you know, one person – really stands out at me, and that would be one Devin Vassell. I mean, you go ahead and look at what he was able to do over his career, you know, especially going back into last season. uh, He was averaging, you know, pretty good numbers here before he got injured. As it stands right now, you know, he's averaging 18.5 points a game, 3.9 rebounds, 3.6 assists, you know, and that was in the 2022-2023 season uh, before, again, he got injured. So, if I have to say, if he's going to be healthy this season and Wemby's going to gain, garner a lot of attention, I think Devin Vassell's going to feast on those opportunities. And you all better watch out because he might be the highest scoring player on the San Antonio Spurs uh, team this season. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past that to happen. You look at him just as a player. You know, we don't know what Wemby's going to turn out to be right now, but let's just say for arguments for this episode of Lockdown Spurs, wouldn't be surprised if the Devin is the best two-way player on the court defensively and offensively but offensively he definitely has the tools he can get to the rim we've seen him throw down some vicious dunks he can draw fouls he can score obviously he can knock down the three he can knock down the mid-range shot he can get to the free throw line he has an array of uh of moves and a lot of facets to his offensive game that i think is going to bode well for the spurs and you're right i think you hit it on the head with wimby just in uniform on the court that distraction alone will create a lot of space for Devin to operate, whether it be to cut to the rim, have wide open looks at the rim for open shots. But, Joe, is there any area of his offensive game that you would like to see him improve upon next season? 
I mean, if there's anything, I mean, a player can go ahead and improve in any facet of their game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the things that I'd like to see a little bit more out of Devin is just Devin being able to knock down those threes. You know, maybe he can go ahead and get a quicker release. He has a beautiful release, by the way. Every time he shoots it, you know, he just right. in all of that rotation that he gets in that arc, you know, mm-hmm. but I just think if he can go ahead and get his rotations, uh, you know, in rhythm there and he can go ahead right. and get his shot off a lot faster, it would mm-hmm. be more conducive to him maybe hitting a, a higher percentage of threes, you know? So yeah. I'd like to see him work on the three point, the three pointer a little bit more. He's not bad right now. It's 38.7, you know, percent right. from beyond the arc, but man, if he can go ahead and really knock those, those down at a healthy clip, he's just going to help this team get a lot better. Yeah. Last season he shot 38% from the field, yeah. but career wise after three years in the NBA, he's at 36%, going 37%. Yeah. So it's not too far off. Yeah. I think this whole team can get better from the three line. And I think they yeah. will. But for me, though, to really was going to expand his game offensively is be more accurate at that free throw line. Uh, Joe, he shot a career low last season. Now, granted, it was injury mired. You know, he was out for a long time. Uh, played what about thirty eight games last year? Seventy eight percent from the free throw line. Now, for his career, it's, it's respectable. Eighty one percent from the free throw line. But I love to see that increase. I think if he adds that. Uh, he definitely pump up his offensive numbers and be the leading uh, scorer on this team. Uh, Joe, do you think of all the players that Wimby could impact just as president alone, you think it'll be Vassell that'll probably be benefiting the most because of his abilities on the court? I think it would be Vassell. Not only is he a really good, prolific two-way player, you know, especially on defense, he's also a good scorer. You couple that with, you know, like I said, the attention that Wemby's going to wind up getting. And I think Devin Vassell is going to be able to feast. I you know, would even dare say we might see some really good give-and-go action, maybe some pick-and-roll action between him and Wemby. Um, he could probably even get free to get some really sneaky backdoor right. cuts, kind of like uh, Dougie McBuckets does, because <laughs> everybody's going to be you know focused on Wemby. Uh, I, I, I think Devin's going to have a great season, but I think where he's going to really excel this season, I think his defensive play is going to take a – take a, a a notch up in the, mm-hmm. in the right tra- in, in the right direction and i think it's going to surprise a lot of spurs players uh because they're like hey jeremy sohan's the best defensive player on this team mm-hmm. i was like well you know don't look past devin vassell right. he can be the second best defensive player that we have on this team and that means that the team's just going to get better because they can be able to hold teams when it comes to that half court all, half court defense where notoriously the Spurs have had trouble in the past, especially trying to score in the offense in the half court sets. I think Devin and, you know, being the, you know, really good two way player that he can actually be when he's healthy. I think we're going to see something special here. Not only is Wemby going to be able to help the team open up and give opportunities to other uh, team players on the team. I think Vassell's going to do the same thing. You know, he can open up his game and if he gets a lot of attention, then then what, then what does that mean? You have Jeremy Sohan. It's ready to go ahead and feast. You have Zach, you know, yeah, Collins yeah. there ready to feast in the in the paint. I mean, that's great, man. I'm excited about this team. Can you imagine, Jeff? Opening day? I mean, what's that going to be like, dude? I'm, I'm, be, I'm excited. I got goosebumps be, already. It's going to be pandemonium. Hey, when we get back, uh, I'm going to give you my candidate who might lead the Spurs in scoring next season. Joe picked Devin. Who am I going to pick? We'll find out. We get back right here on Locked on Spurs. 
But before we do all that, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Hey, you got to go check out FanDuel right now. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. So simple. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you're thinking about joining FanDuel, look, there's no better time to get on the action than right now. The app is very easy to use, a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over and unders, and so much more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn right now and kick off the NFL season. Hey, how about your Cowboys? You know San Antonio's full of Cowboys fans. Are you feeling good after three games, two and one? Think you want to play some more bets? Well, go over there right now to FanDuel and bet on your silver and blue right now. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Hi, this is Nathan Ray Clark from Criminal Minds and Modern Family. And you, you lucky SOB, you're listening to the best Spurs podcast out there. Locked on Spurs with your boy, Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked on Spurs with that guy, the big man from Two Shots Podcast. He is Joe Garcia. We are talking all things Spurs. And today, who could possibly be leading the Spurs in scoring next season? Now, Joe, he picked Devin Vassell. Here's my pick. I'm going to go with... The big man himself, Victor Wimbanyama. Look, there's going to be a lot of attention on the kid. And look, I get it. He hasn't played a single second in an NBA regular season game. But we talked about in that first segment, Joe, the attention that he's going to draw is going to be incredible. And I think if he gets aggressive enough and he's tra- they're training him right in these little mini camps they're having, and of course when, pre- when the um, training camp officially opens, I think he's going to have to get aggressive going to that rim. I think he's going to feast on just getting to the free throw line. He's going to get hacked. He's going to get pushed around. A lot of attention is going to get to him. And look, look, I know he's a rookie. He probably is not gonna, he's probably going to get the rookie treatment. But I think you're probably going to see Hacko Wimby. I think if you see that, that's going to be interesting to see how they, how he plays into that. So if they go to the Hacko Wimby, I definitely can see this the him just pumping up his scoring. Now, he can knock down the free throws. He has an open shot. We know he can put the ball on the floor. He can dribble. He can get to the rim. I think he's going to feast off second chance opportunities, you know, putbacks, dunks. I'm not going to be surprised if we see the rookie leading this Spurs team in scoring next season. He's going to command just so much attention. You know he is. And the, you're probably going to see teams just, you know, really bully him and maybe draw those silly fouls. Joe, I think he has what it takes to make the case to be the leading scorer for this team. So I'm going with Wemby. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, that's the easy, easy way out, in my opinion. You know, yeah. going with Wemby. But again, you really don't know what's going to happen this season. He could be the highest scoring player on the San Antonio Spurs team. But again, he couldn't be. You know, he could go ahead and go through a stretch there where teams start to real really double, triple team, quadruple <laughs> team him. Because I mean, he is the alien, man. He's an enigma. Yeah. How are you going to go ahead and contend with that length, you know, that he has? You can go ahead and get speed, but, I mean, you can't make up for that length that he has. <laughs> He's going to be yeah. a problem nonetheless. So, yeah, it's a it's a safe and, choice. And I, I think they're going to really feast on him running that pick and roll, him and Trey Jones, him and whoever. Pick up. Kelly yeah. Johnson, sure. Uh, you know, Malachi, sure. And I think he's going to get like, to the rim easier in that fashion as well. And, look, you know, it's not just Wemby opposing defense I have to worry about. Kelvin Johnson established himself as a viable scoring threat. Same thing with Devin Vassell, even Sohan. Uh, and I think that is going to create opportunities for Wimby as well. 
So I think all in all, I, I got I for me, I got the rookie leading this team in scoring next year just because how much is going to be revolving around him. And if he can develop a hook shot, Joe, a la Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, forget about it. He's going to be feasting all day, Joe. Your thoughts? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, as long as he I mean, who's going to stop the rain when it's about to fall? He's, he's seven foot I mean, five in shoes, seven foot five in shoes. You can't stop Already. the rain. You can't stop the rain when it's raining. How are you going to stop that fadeaway jumper if he has one in his arsenal? Yeah. There's yeah, nothing yeah. anybody can do but just sit there or stand there with their hands in the air. You yeah. can't stop it, you know? And I think yeah. once he gets really good at doing that, I mean, that's going to be his go-to move. Can you imagine somebody seven foot five? Shooting a fadeaway like Dirk oh, Nowitzki man. off of one leg, man. And he has crazy. that ability. We've seen it, and when he played with the Mets '92, he can do yeah. that. Yeah, I said once he does that consistently, it's over, man. You know, yeah. you can't stop. And him. look, he's gonna get trained, or he's gonna work out with likely Tim Duncan. I think that's gonna work well to uh, to benefit the offensive side of things if Timmy focuses on with that with him. There's also just you know just being that gravity like sucking in defenses and then pushing them out as well. We, you know, as far as creating space for him to operate. And here's the thing too, Joe, we saw in France with the Mets 92, he can score in flurries. So he'll be quiet for a while, but then just have this barrage of scoring and then kick it back into high gear again. Now I, I would like him to be consistent though, in the NBA, none of these pauses, ups and downs offensively, but I think he could do it. I have Wemby leading this first team in scoring. And if he does that, Joe, forget it. I think it's this whole, you know, rap about uh, Chet Holmgren leading uh, the MV, well, the, possibly getting the Roy, the Rookie of the Year award. I think if Wemby pulls this off, I, I mean, he has to be the lock for the Rookie of the Year. Your thoughts? No, oh, man. He, Spurs fans always want him to be the Rookie of the Year. Mm -hmm. when, he, when he was picked, number one, the Spurs got him officially. Yeah, All yeah. The moment they picked, the moment they drafted him, is yeah. give him the Roy, give him the Roy right now. Exactly, man. You know, some of the other uh, haters, like I like to call them, already hating on San Antonio. Not even Houston Rockets fans, by the way, which they hate us the most. But just listening to some of the other ex NBA players mm -hmm. give their takes and say, "Oh, they don't think Wemby's going to be able to be that special. He's not going to yeah. be that good." And they're picking other players. They're sleeping on him, and I think subconsciously they want him not to win just because they know he's going to be that good and they're jealous but it's okay be jealous but you know what when he goes ahead and wins that rookie of the year you make sure you give him his flowers too you know oh you know you know they'll find excuses not to joe you know oh, i no doubt there, but, i mean you have to be a heel if you're a heel you wind up getting more clicks more likes more attention and yeah. that's why they do it just to entertain people just to entertain yeah so, you know, again, nobody would should be surprised if it's Wimby leading the Spurs team and scoring at all next season, just simply for because of who he is. He has an array of offensive moves. He has an array of abilities to tap into the fadeaway, the three-point shot, the mid-range, going to the bucket, cleaning up mess, putbacks, free throws. I think he can do it, Joe. I got Wimby as uh, the team leading scorer next season. Hey, when we get back, we're going to talk about that leaked Spurs alternate court. Did you see it? Did you see it? Yeah, it's out there right now in the social media world. But uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. What did we react to it? Let's just say the person who leaked it uh, pretty much made it out there that the Spurs did not like that. So it's all but confirmed due to their actions. So we're going to talk about that alternate court. When we get back right here on Lockdown Spurs. 
Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. And tomorrow's show, we're talking about more of your silver and black. But we also got to talk about Muslingers drive through Coffee. Joe, I heard a rumor that a new drink could be coming in honor of somebody that we don't know about. Something yeah, about money. I don't know what it is, yeah, Joe. Maybe, maybe so. Uh, so uh, here it comes. You see, Joe cannot resist. You want to go to Muslingers drive through Coffee right now. Located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive. You're in San Antonio. That's in the Stone Oak area, 281-1604. Go there right now. Joe, that menu is just insane, huh? From the Sub-Zero drink made in honor of UTSA's Frank Harris to the Alien. That's a green apple. That's kiwi. That's a full can of Red Bull in honor of Victor Wembayama. Joe, they got it all, don't they? They got everything, man. But I got a new one for them, too. Because it looks like this grito that we just did earlier on the show today, it yeah. hit big with the fan base. So maybe they should do one in honor of the show that we do and that fan favorite part now, the Grito. I wonder what that would taste like. Oh, well, you know what? Tom over there at, at Muslingers, he's always listening for new ideas uh, from the fan base. And what's good about him and Muslingers is that they put into action. They are very fan interactive. They'll chat with you all day on social media, on the X, at Muslinger SATX. Find them everywhere. They're also on TikTok, Threads. As mentioned, the X, uh, I mean, pick a platform, find a Facebook. They're there too, at Muslinger SATX. Look, they're open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great coffee. They have the Muslinger, which is their original drink. Uh, that is espresso, some uh, you know, some, some caramel. It just tastes really good. It really introduced you to the coffee world. They got dairy alternatives. They got the Red Bull infused lightning bolt if you need to get a jolt to start your day or keep you going throughout your day. They also have so many other types of things you can get on the menu like the mini donuts that's joe's favorite huh oh yeah man oh yeah he doesn't like a little bit of sweets man you yeah know? the mini donuts are, you know and i think people forget about that mostly so they have that that food option that donut option hey but i like to put a little bourbon in my my little uh, here we go joe no joe okay Muslingers, they don't put alcohol in your drink. I'm gonna make that very, very clear. I do, I do. But Joe yeah. does. Joe does that. He's he does a little extra something to the drinks. But they don't serve alcohol at Muslingers, so not at all. It's BYOB, uh, man. BYOB. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But hey, check it out. They have a great menu. So many drink options there. You can will not go wrong with any drink you pick there, including the OG OJ. That is the Orange Julius recreated only at Muslingers. So if you want to pull on those 70s, 80s nostalgia vibes once again and drink the old school Orange Julius, well, it's recreated at Muslingers, the OG OJ. You want to go to Muslingers right now, 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive. Over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. Muslingers, go there right now. Life is too short for a bland coffee. All right, Joe, let's go to wrap up this episode of Lockdown Spurs and talk about that elite Spurs uh, alternate court now. For those of you who don't know, the Spurs all but retired the Fiesta theme, at least for next season. So there will be no more Fiesta. At least that's it right now. We don't know. They could pull a fast one on this. But as of right now, no City Edition Fiesta jersey. But although that didn't get leaked, but the, the alternate court did. Now, Joe, I believe uh, who, who leaked that? I think that well, who put it out there? I think it was, it was Mark Burnett, super fan Mark Burnett. Yeah. 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 He he put it out there. And if you thought that it was maybe fake, well, think again, because Mark Burnett shared the interaction that the Spurs uh, had with him, and let's put it that way, uh, they didn't like it. So that all they all but confirmed it, Joe, just their reaction alone. So yeah, 
for those of y'all who haven't seen it, it's it's an homage towards the San Antonio 1968 Hemisphere Fair. It was the World's Fair in San Antonio. So there's a lot of browns, a lot of uh, deep, or like little reds. Uh, they have like the Tower of the Americas. That will be the center, center court. It's like surrounded by a sun. And they have like, they, they kind of have a fiesta color, that 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 teal on the on the baselines. But uh, you'll see the Frost Bank Center logo is now on the court. Joe, a, a lot of mixed reviews. Uh, some fans, well, maybe it's not mixed. I think a lot of fans didn't like it, huh? A lot of fans didn't like it because it's not made for them. It's made from a bygone era, you know? Yeah. I mean, this our was doing, <laughs> this was before around, our yeah. time, too, yeah. Jeff. I mean, man, this was, you're going back to 1968. It is part of San Antonio well, yeah. history, which is part of the Hemisphere, World's Fair. That's World's why we have yeah. Hemisphere Park. Yeah smack you know right smack where it's at you know near the alma dome you know and you had the tower built at that time you had a lot of uh nice stuff that was built mm -hmm. when they built that well uh, hemisphere arena itself, hemisphere that, arena that's itself where, yeah yeah that's what but you had fight. like a monorail you had the sky rail you had a lot yeah. of things that were kind of ahead of its time so to speak you know but again it's from a bygone area and, the, and i get that this the spurs want to kind of bring a little bit of history back in to you know the city themed edition jerseys as long as along with the court but i mean this is more of a western theme so yeah, it's a hot southwestern arizona colors yeah a hodgepodge of different types of colors stuff that was kind of in during the 60s the font is a, of a bygone era from the 60s it's very arizona-esque and i think that's what fans have an issue with because mm -hmm. they're like what the heck is this yeah we know nothing about it unless you go back in the history books and you're looking for pictures online or something or, like that. or like us joe i mean sure we were not born in when the hemisphere world's fair was around but we were still old young enough to remember the remnants of it you know the sky yeah. rides they were still yeah, around right. after the uh world's fair was over though the monorail they the, yes san antonio as you heard from joe right now there used to be a monorail across hemisphere park yeah. there were still like the pillars used to still stand there you, you could still see them before they tore them down so, and that was really well into the 70s. You know, I think it's like late 70s when they destroyed them or removed them. And of course, Hemisphere Arena. Now, as I said earlier, Joe, a lot of fans think that's a replica of the Hemisphere Arena. It's oh. not. It's completely different, isn't it? It's a completely different court. Yeah. And you I mean, if you look at the Hemisphere, the one thing that you notice right away when it was Hemisphere was that light, like a teal mm -hmm. color yeah. court, you know? It was very unique. It was a unique experience watching a game mm -hmm. in Hemisphere Arena because you had to contend, like we said, not only with the obstructed views when you got this huge pillar in your way, but you're also sitting up there with the pigeons, man. Yeah. And it was yeah, so nice. bad, sometimes these obstructed views, that they actually had TVs mounted mm -hmm. on the back of those pillars because that's the only way that you were yep. going to watch the game. <laughs> And even to go back further, the Hemisphere Arena, before they even went to that teal look, Joe, remember it was red and white and black. Remember ABA? the baselines was red. And yeah. the uh, the basketball court itself, like you said, of like the solid, the, like cylindrical thing, you know, it was like a, like a cage and it would yeah. come out like that. So even before the Spurs were kind of already flirting with the Fiesta colors, yes, the Spurs court used to have a splash of red on it and black and white. And, and the I think, court I think you raised at the time, way back yeah. in the ABA days, yeah. the court was raised mm -hmm. and you would sit in bleachers and people were just smoking and drinking there. Oh, yeah. It was, it was oh, yeah. a free for all. 
was a party. It was a free for all. Yeah, and the baseline bum sat on the baseline. Yeah, they literally sat on the baseline. But I, you know, I, I saw the the the, the photo that uh, was leaked. Not, I gotta see it. Maybe I'll, maybe it's better in person. I'm gonna hold judgment. I don't know. But from man. the look of it, I can tell already that the uniforms are likely gonna match that kind of color scheme, right, Joe? Yeah, they're gonna have like uh, probably gonna be going with that western style yeah. of theme, you know. Uh, I think so yeah, there's been some renderings that have made it out, uh, you know, on on social media and whatnot. We don't really know for sure what's gonna happen. Usually, mm -hmm. the Spurs are the last team to yeah, finally yeah. officially say this is what's going to happen. It's the worst kept secret. And that kind mm -hmm. of upsets me a little bit. It's like, instead of waiting for fans to leak this stuff out, shouldn't you all do a better job of just go ahead and start teasing things way ahead of time? Giving or them just roll with it. All right. So, so, so the court got leaked out big whoop, you know, that's so what they could have done it. They could just embrace it. it, you know, but, yeah. but all in all, look, I, I think it's some still mixed reviews leaning towards, not liking it from the fan base so we'll see what happens you know i mean it's, it's all but confirmed just based on the yeah. reaction that, you know what bring back the alamo dome court man that court was fire. that would have been a winner right there bring that court yes you had the black on the the little black accents on the side mm -hmm. alamo dome you had the skyline oh, yeah. there you had the little teal you had that's when you had the the fiesta color that's nighties warm-ups right you know you had vibes, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Bring that back. And also, too, you know, the reason why another reason why that court is more than likely confirmed to be the alternate court is because the Spurs did visit the Tower of the Americas, and the Spurs did share that uh, video photographs of it. I'm surprised so no perhaps, one got stuck in the elevator. Well, maybe perhaps they were doing some sort of uh, you know promo for the tower and Hemisphere 68. So I, I think that's probably probably what it's going to be. Not. Look, the Spurs haven't said anything about it other than the reaction that Mark shared on social media. But uh, there's no official release. There's no official newsletter. Nothing like that has come out as of yet. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think right now, Joe, I think Spurs fans are saying this right now, right? Nope. Well, Bad. some of them are. A majority of them are. But the thing mm -hmm. is, too, is that they go ahead. They I went ahead and released some new era gear that's coming out. Mm -hmm. And it's going along with that 1968 theme. So it does match up that color scheme, it right? It does match up. Okay. They had some jersey. Uh, they had a jersey jacket. They had a hoodie that was kind of with those Western-themed colors. Mm -hmm. They weren't Spurs-like right. colors. It's more of a maroon, a dark okay. navy blue, a, a very mustard yellow color. Put right. it all together with the Spurs logo that was surrounded with like a fuchsia, not even a magenta color. Really awkward color scheme there. And then they had some hats that they released that are very light pastel colors that go along with the same okay. court theming, you know, and, and coloration yeah. and stuff, the colorways. But again, it's a mixed bag. Some fans like the, you know, the direction. Others don't. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, it is what it is. I'm sure the merch is going to sell either way. Oh, it'll sell. Know? Trust me. Anything silver and black or in this case, our Southwestern colors pastel. is pastel that's going to sell. But hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Who do you think will lead this team in scoring? Is it Devin? Like Joe mentioned? Is it Wimby? Like I is it somebody else we're not even thinking about? Like Mamu. Yay, Mamu. No, just kidding. Or and also, what do you think about the uh, the leaked alternate court that is already out there? I mean, you haven't seen it, it's not gonna be hard to find it's still on social media. Uh, do you like it, dislike it? Uh, are you gonna maybe give it a shot once the regular season starts? You can let me, me know on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs. You see it on your screen right now. 
Let Joe know what your thoughts are at Two Shots Podcast. And Joe, tell us what you got going on Two Shots and on YouTube with Alamo City. Yeah, with Two Shots, we're going to be recording an episode. In fact, I got to get with some people right now late at night to go ahead and see if they're going to be available for tomorrow to record. Uh, so look for that either dropping tomorrow or on Wednesday. I know that our boy Brandon Medina is going to be releasing an episode of the Fantasy Gods Extra oh, Point. Nice. So that'll probably be going well, live. He was yesterday's uh, guest on Lockdown. Sports. Yeah, he was. I, I made a quick brief appearance because he was in the studio. At That's the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe was like the voice from above in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> so that, it's going to be interesting. He's going to be releasing two episodes. He's going to go for Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're going to air that in the same time slot that we have the Alamo City Sportscast because we're doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So that means we have Tuesday and Thursday to offer you something new one of those shows might be two shots podcast dropping the other one's going to be fantasy gods extra point so make sure you look out for that and jimenez he was sick today conveniently mm-hmm. sick after the the oh, the, the saints sick. lost they blew a 17 sick. point lead he was i don't feel good i'm like okay oh man so let's suck see it up it suck it up you have to do audio fine you know just suck it up though jimenez but uh, Joe's show is fun. I believe I'll be the guest tomorrow. Uh, so uh, oh, on Wednesday. We'll, on Wednesday, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. On Wednesday, well, I'll be the guest. Uh, I'll make it a, uh, an appearance. And of course, you know, Joe has it all. Follow him on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. And we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Ken's Five Plus app, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, the list goes on and on. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We'll be back tomorrow talking more about the silver and black and perhaps. Maybe Jimenez might be joining tomorrow. Oh, well, no, no. We'll find not. out. We'll he, see. We'll see if he sticks in. to. We'll see if he sticks to his commitment. But he'll likely be on next uh, on next episode of Lockdown Spurs. But for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're gonna put a lot on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.